And welcome back to another edition of WWE Mentality. This is the captain for today, JR. Sitting across from me is Justin. He's letting me steer the ship today. Going to be back in one second when you hear a word from our sponsor. Hi friends, it's Mark Helman the Chevy Man back for one of my favorite times of the year. It's Truck Month. We stocked up just in time with over 100 Silverados, Tahoes, and Suburbans. You can save over $10,000 off MSRP on your favorite truck or take advantage of 0% for 72 months. Most Buicks will qualify for up to 20% off MSRP. That means you can get into a brand new Encore for under twenty grand with a four-year bumper-to-bumper warranty. Come check out our selection of custom trucks. We have the best in the beach when it comes to lifted trucks. With our great deals you can almost get the conversions at no charge that's huge we are out to help more folks this month than ever before we still have over 80 world-class pre-owned vehicles ready to go all the best makes models and price ranges no one has our selection our bumper-to-bumper warranties and maintenance is always included see it all at obxchevy.com at the foot of the right memorial bridge all of us at obx chevy buick appreciate your business and your friendship chevy find new roads Okay, and welcome back. So that was the Chevy Man. If anybody can put you in a Chevy, the Chevy Man can. Justin, thanks for letting me sit in the captain's chair today, buddy. Well, JR, I figure, you know, there's been some things that are probably going to change over the next couple of months or whatnot. And uh, I was thinking to myself, you know, JR's got to learn how to man this helm. You know, I normally am the one pushing the buttons, clicking, and, you know, and and you're sitting over here reading it. It's like, you know, JR needs to learn how to do some of this because there's going to be some times where I'm not going to be able to be here and you're going to be flying solo. You know, true. so that's true, very true, and uh, a little lost. Well, it's a little different, but you'll get there, bro. Getting there, you'll get there. As Don't. I told you last week, we I'm going to steer this ship in the right direction when you're not here, and that's what I'm gonna do. Right on. I like, you know, I love your attitude about this, Jr. Because honestly, like, if you were apprehensive, I'd be like, man, well, I don't know, we might, we may have to end the podcast. But now, like, that's you're not, determined. That's not my DNA, bro. Yeah, I can see that. You have proven that to me. I'm a John <laughs> Cena, never quit, never say die. I hear that. I, I, I can see it on a daily basis because there's in a day I don't have a, a message from JR at some point during the day. It's like, hey, man, I guess I want to run by you. <laughs> it's like, I know it's I'll annoying. Call you later. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. It's like, I'm like, hold on. I'll call you later. Then I forget to call you. But you know how bad I feel. I'm like, ah, oh, I just interrupted his day. I know he's got a busy man. So. Yeah, I got, yeah. Sometimes I get, you know, yesterday was a rough day. Anyway, regardless of all that, JR, man. You're man in the helm. You lead. The, you lead the charge. What, right. are, what are we doing? Today? I told you I'm going to steer this ship in the right direction. In the right direction, it's SmackDown. Smackdown. Smackdown first from last week. We have some news, some draft picks going on. We got the draft going on. So we'll cover SmackDown. We'll cover the draft that happened on SmackDown that first night, and then we'll jump over to Raw, cover Raw, and then the rest of the draft. What do you think about that? Uh, you know what? I think that sounds like a great plan, JR. Great right, so plan. Let's, let's jump into it. Let's dive into it. First off, we have Seth Rollins defeated Roman Reigns via disqualification from no one other than the Fiend Ray Wyatt. That was, um, I, I honestly, I love the fact that they opened the show, JR, with like Roman Reigns came out. I'm like, okay, cool. Roman's going to come out. They're like, yeah, there's going to be a match to determine who gets the first pick in the WWE draft, whether it be Raw or SmackDown. And it was against Seth. I was like, man, this is taking me back to when they fought each other at Money in the Bank pay-per-view. You know, way back, at, you know, like two or three years ago after Seth came back from being injured. Like, this is taking me back to some of those times where they got in the ring like that. But this is more of a, uh, this is a different encounter. Back then there was some hatred brought on from Seth Rollins. Right. This time it's like, uh, hey, we're doing this. We love each other. We're brothers. But 
I, we got to get the picks. You know, I'm gonna. Pick, I'm here for Raw. You're here for SmackDown. Let's get it on. You know. And boy, did Fox make this actually feel like a NFL type style draft. They, they sure did. They certainly did. Uh, and and that was bringing in like. Oh, gosh, when they brought in Troy Aikman and some of those, they had the war rooms and right, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. That stuff was pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, so like you were saying, the disqualification with Bray Wyatt, man. I mean, you knew he was going to show up. Yeah, it I just, just – in, in what kind of way, you know? And, and we got some more news on Bray Wyatt and what happened and transpired on Monday Night Raw, but we will get to that later. Um, next, we had my king, or our king. King Corbin defeated the official name Shorty Gable. Dude, I now. hate that name. I, I hate I that name. I think it's it's kind of it's kind of whack. Yeah, yeah, they they dude, I don't like it. I don't like it. And I honestly feel like it is the beginning of the end of Chad Gable on WWE. If they don't change his name back to Chad Gable, they are they they're going to lose him. He's going to jump ship. He's going to run. He's going to ask for his release, and he's going to go somewhere else. Because honestly, yeah, he may not bother him, but so much. But still, like I think it's just a dumb name. Shorty Gable. Shorty Gable. What up, Shorty Gable? I mean, that almost sounds like he belongs on the block. <laughs> you know what I mean? Not in the ring. He sounds like he should be on the block hustling dope. Just saying. Hashtag, hashtag. Hashtag, hashtag. Well, hashtag it on to our new WWE champion, Brock Lesnar. Of course, him and Paul Heyman were in the ring. Paul Heyman, the mouthpiece, doing most of the talking, but kind of got interrupted by Kane Velasquez and Rey Mysterio. What did you think about that whole segment? You know, um, I, I loved when I saw the look of fear come across Brock Lesnar's face a few weeks ago. Yep. Um, it was definitely something I'd never seen before. Uh, the one thing, though, that I, um, I... Paul Heyman is a great mouthpiece. There's no doubt about that. And Rey Mysterio coming out, and they're talking about the, the Magic Crown Jewel uh, and Kane Velasquez, I guess his English isn't the best, and like right. Rey Mysterio was a mouthpiece for him. Right. So it was kind of the war words the other night, and they have actually, I believe, Jr. You quote me if I'm wrong, but they've turned this into a title match. Um, not a hundred percent sure on that. We got to do our research. Okay. Got to do more research on that, but um, yeah, Crown Crown Jewel again happening October 31st, uh, two weeks from now. Mm-hmm. So tune in for that. I think it's. One o'clock in the one, afternoon. Yeah, one, one o'clock in the afternoon until probably about five o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern, Eastern time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, this whole Kane Velasquez, Rey Mysterio, Brock Lesnar storyline, this is all about family now. This isn't uh, This isn't so much a, a fight because he disrespected him in, um, in words. Brock, two weeks ago, came on Raw and pretty much demolished Rey Mysterio and Rey Mysterio's son, Dominique. And, and then, you know, the Fox premiere of SmackDown, Rey came out after Brock won the title and then brought out Kane Velasquez and said, look, this is familia, you know, this is family. And what you did to me and my son, I mean, it kind of gives me goosebumps now. Right. I mean, could you imagine your son getting handled like that and just coming back and bringing some, you know, your brother with you? Saying, you know what, I got my family. Well, in, so. in, in, in the world of reality, if that was something that actually took place, I would be bringing my friends Smith and Wesson. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're pretty powerful friends. They definitely are. <laughs> and I do have confirmation here, Jr. That is a championship match. Brock wow. Lesnar against Kane Velasquez. That is going to be a championship match. I have it right here I think in front of me. This is too soon for Kane, or do you? I mean, 
I, I don't know, man. Like, I, I don't know what they're trying to do here. This is why I'm not a big fan of these crown jewels. They're fun to watch. Right. But I'm not a big fan of these crown jewel events, no matter how much money they make the WWE, because it disrupts the flow of the regular show. I agree. Okay, so what? It's almost like, okay, nothing. Have, have you heard any mention of Survivor Series? Not at all. Okay, Survivor Series is the weekend before Thanksgiving. Literally just over a month away. Yep. They need to start fine-tuning that, in my opinion, a little bit. Have you heard any reference to the Team Flair, Team Hogan, since they talked about it a couple of weeks ago? Not at all. Okay, so what's going on there? That's why I don't like these Crown Jewel events. They're fun to watch, but I'm not a fan, I'm a fan of them for the simple fact that they disrupt the flow of the regular scheduled programming. Well, I mean, it's something as, that Saudi Arabia threw $50 million at Vince. I was going to say, like, as we talked about last week, I mean, they, they threw a lot of money at WWE and you know, you got to do your, you got to do what you got to do if you're WWE and please the people that are in Saudi Arabia. So, and I get it, but well, yeah, it's like, your point. It's like with Tyson Fury. Yep. Tyson Fury is in line to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah. They said oh, yeah. that he can make, you know, more money than he's ever made in a boxing ring just for going to do this. Oh, yeah. So, paid, paid flight, paid meal. And I mean, paid that, to let Braun Strowman beat him up, but we'll talk about that yeah, later. For real. All right, so next, you got the New Day defeated the OC. Original crew, original I, club. You know, I, I, I like the, the 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 characters at the OC, and along with uh, you know AJ Styles are playing. Uh, they definitely uh, play like the bad boys and everything like that. But they're like funny bad boys. I don't know how to really describe them. Um, they're like the Foot Clan almost of like. Turtles? The Ninja Turtles. I don't know, <laughs> man. Ninja it's like, it's like the New Day's the Ninja Turtles. Yeah, the OC's the Foot Clan. I don't know. Um, you know, the New Day beat them, and, and that's the thing. I think they're going to end up with the tag titles again at some point. Yeah. Uh, but I, I just think right now they're 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 punching bags. You, you know, know what I'm saying? Like, when I was watching Raw, because they were on Raw as well for the draft, obviously on SmackDown as we're talking about now, OC just looks like they're just having fun. Yeah, I you know? love it. I yeah. love it. And they're not they're not harping on anything. They're not they don't look stressed out. They they're hanging out with their best buddies and they're just like, just like, like they're having problems. fun. Yeah. Just like street, the street profits. Street profits are gonna be something. Man, I'm telling you. I like the street profits. They're not they're my team, but I think they're gonna be something. Uh, but the new look, Bailey. The for sure now, new look. New haircut. Cut her hair, yeah. New music. She tore up the Bailey buddies when she came out. She did. What did you think about that? Did your heart break a little bit? Because I no. saw a video of a child that was completely distraught. I saw that same video. That Bailey had transformed officially into a heel. And it wasn't heartbreaking for me because I'm the one who wanted it. But how did you feel? All I could think was, JR, this is your yeah, fault. Yeah, my, I'm fault. dead serious because you t- ever since that tweet you sent her about, hey, you need to... You need to change your attitude about things. You need to stop hugging and start fighting. Right, Dude, right. ever since you tweeted her that, what has she done? Can I make some profit off of that, you think? I mean, I, I mean, think you I... should. I think creative needs to send, you know, needs to, uh, send you a check. You Where's Carano? Carano, you need to bill him. Send him a bill. Because I think that's what is the was the uh, the catalyst. They're not the catalyst. Uh, the seed. You planted that seed. Well, I'm going to watch this seed grow into a beautiful, beautiful tree as Bailey turns heel as she defeated... The ten-time, or yeah, now ten-time women's champion Charlotte on SmackDown, and I tell you, man, I'm obviously I'm a Charlotte fan. You know that the fans know that. I didn't like it because looking back at it now, Hell in a Cell was an accident. Like that wasn't supposed to happen. But looking, you know, after Raw, we'll talk about Raw in a second. I see why she lost it. 
So I get the storylines, but it also seems like WWE is known for making storylines up months ahead of time. And this is this story goes here, it's gonna go till here, that's the end of the story. But Charlotte and Bailey and pretty much the whole women's locker room, it feels like they're just throwing stories together to see if they stick or to see if they last. And to I me, see how you feel that way. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. But we're going to jump into Raw. Well, I just want to make one more comment about the Bailey-Charlotte match. Bailey pulled her hair. Pulled Charlotte's hair at the end in order to roll her up and pin. That's a typical heel. Yeah, think about it, man. Bailey's Charlotte a- looked surprised. But then she kind of shook her head and was like, whatever. <laughs> well, I mean, what's next for Charlotte now? What do you mean? We're going to talk about the draft and what happened with Charlotte, but I'm going to pick your mind and see what you think is next for these particular draft picks as okay. we go over the draft. But we're going to... Uh, recap Raw real quick. We had to start the show. We had Raw Women's Champion Becky Lynch actually went up against Charlotte Flair as they had little words before the match. Charlotte saying, "Becky, I just want to be your friend. That's all." Typical heel Charlotte thing to do. Uh, pretty much insulting her intelligence. But Charlotte ended up, I think, punching her in the face before the match even started. They got to a little bit of a brawl. The official match started and. Um, Becky Lynch actually defeated Charlotte to earn the the Brawl's first draft pick. So, well, if you think about it, Jr. That was originally supposed to be between be between Becky and Sasha. Sasha. Yeah, yeah. Sasha, Sasha has hurt. a yeah, she's got a bruised tailbone or something. I don't know what she's got going on, but so they had to uh, scratch that plan and put her back in the ring with Charlotte. That's you know a respectable thing to do to the top two female superstars in the company right now. Um, however, I don't know. I, I was part of me was really hoping Charlotte was going to win. Call me crazy. Then, yeah. Why would you be crazy? Well, because, you know. Charlotte Here's why. Here's part of the reason why. Charlotte was in representation of SmackDown. Right. And Becky Lynch was in representation of Raw. Seth Rollins was in representation of of Raw. And Roman, SmackDown. Okay. The night before, Seth Rollins won because the Fiend climbed through the ring and attacked him, and they gave him the, the win for the night. Correct. So I figured SmackDown would win the next night. I guess not, though. Uh, you know, I talked last week about it, about SmackDown being the A show, and Raw, and almost since Raw has been created, is now going to be the B show. So Fox is really pushing SmackDown to be the A show, and that didn't at all seem like the case during the draft. But um, talking about the draft real quick, you know, Becky winning that match got her the first-round draft pick. And in that first-round draft pick on Raw, there's a guy named Andrade with his, I'm going to say his sidekick this time, Selena Vega, or Selena Vega, I'm sorry. And he actually got picked for Raw and then had a match right after the draft pick with uh, Ali, formerly known as Mustafa So... That match, I think, was great. I think Andrade's going to, and I, I say this in a very non-mean way, I think Andrade's going to be one of those guys that, as you always say, like a journey. I think he has real strong potential if they get him in the right storyline to, to be a champion, as he's been before. He's been a champion before, I believe. Um, Who are you talking about now? Say that again. Andrade, my, my arch nemesis. He's going to be a, a journeyman? I think... If they don't give him the right storyline, he's gonna be he's gonna end up being a journey. Okay, Jr. That's where I got to stop you right there, man. You know, I feel as if there's a little biased uh, or unbiased opinion or whatnot going on there because of your love for Charlotte Flair. So, therefore, I need to say and go on the record that I disagree with you because I think Ali is going to end up filling that journeyman void uh, in WWE. 
I mean, I hate it because I like Ali. Right. I just he, look at what happened. Okay, the best classic example of what happened to Ali or what's happening to Ali is what happened to Finn Balor. Finn Balor, first Universal Champion ever, got injured, had to surrender his belt. Did he ever really? Did he ever really get a chance no. to get that belt back? Now Roman Reigns gave him a like. All right, you know we're gonna do this, and then he beat him. Yeah. It was that was on and that was on Raw one night. You know, right? He never got a chance. Ali was poised to make a run at the WWE title on SmackDown. Got injured by Randy Orton at the elimination. yeah the Elimination Chamber or before the no so, yeah it was right before Elimination yeah. Chamber because Kofi Kingston took his place right and. That is what pushed Kofi up to the top. Right. Ali got injured, fell to the back. And I don't know that he's ever going to regain where he was. Just saying. It's, it's an up and down with him, I think. Right. But as far as saying up and down, who's on the up right now? My team, the Viking Raiders, have finally proven themselves to everybody, including you, Justin, that they can wrestle. They can do it. So what I'm talking about, uh, WWE mentality fans, is that the Viking Raiders defeated Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode to become the new Raw Tag Raw Raw Tag Team Champions. What do you think about that? Where, where's your team Heavy Machinery at? Huh? All right, all right, check it out. Yeah, yeah. You know, Heavy Machinery is fine tuning. They're, they're getting an oil change right now. Okay, all right, they're fine tuning. They're greasing up the hinges so they can come in and start smashing on the Viking Raiders. All right. Viking Raiders were fed jobbers for the first couple of months, and then they give, like, all of a sudden they're in the title picture. Makes no sense to me. No build, no nothing. Here they are. Bam. Okay? I don't like it. I completely 100% disagree with it. And the fact that they go backstage, they're like, we've been undefeated since we set foot in the WWE. Who do you think you are, Goldberg? Get out of my face. Well, they've been Ring of Honor champions. They've been NXT Tag Team Champions. Uh, one other promotion they were on, I can't remember the name of it. They've been Tag Team Champions on there. And now, your new Raw Tag Team Champion, the Viking Raiders. Where are you at, Heavy Machine? Little Lotus over there. But, as we were talking about last week, talking about Aleister Black, where he's been, why hasn't he been on Raw or SmackDown, what do they have planned for him? He actually went against went up against Eric Young. Eric Young, as we were just saying, journeyman. Not, journeyman. not much going to happen. I mean, he was with Sanity, which was a pretty cool group, but uh, not much happening for him right now. Aleister Black, one of my top guys, my draft pick, if I were in charge of the draft pick, um, defeated him. And, and I mean, can't... <laughs> There's not much you can say about Aleister Black other than he's terrific in the ring. And there's not, I mean, when I say not much to say about him, you don't have to say it. His character is very, very interesting to me. I have a hard time figuring out who, if I had to, if I had to combine some wrestlers to make Aleister Black who it would be, I'm having a kind of a difficult time with it. Part of me wants to say Test from way back in the day combined with The Undertaker. And maybe even a, a a hint, a hint of Chris Benoit on the side. I don't know, man. I'm having a really difficult time twisting him together. But I love his I love like his character. I love his character a lot. Well, I think he, he's a, he's going. Yeah, he's on his sure. dude. Totally going to the top. He's just got that persona to take it to a whole other level. Kind right. of like what Bray Wyatt's done. Not to that extent, but same same difference. Right, gotcha. Ricochet defeated Shump Benjamin. 
bathroom break. Other, I mean, I like I like Ricochet, but he just kind of seems in that middle. He's, he's he's hanging out in the middle. Yeah, Shelton Benjamin, dude. Like they have, I, like ever since bringing him back, they have done nothing but just feed him to people. That's what they did there. They fed him. I actually Ricochet. thought when he came back about a year or two ago, he was going to be like championship bound. He's going to be WWE champion. I don't think he ever was. But no, I don't think he was. Kinda, just kind of stalemated at in the middle. And it's a shame that Ricochet's got to be there. But it was a good match. Right. I mean, Sean Benjamin might be you know, ghost of the past, but he still puts on a good match. Um, your boy, Braun Strowman and... Uh, Heavyweight boxing champion Tyson Fury signed their WWE Crown Jewel contract. Thoughts, man? Man, I mean, that was a funny segment to me, okay? <laughs> Braun Strowman was talking about, you know, you're in my ring, this is my world, and you're going to get these hands. Sign the contract. Okay, signs it. He flips it around to Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury doesn't say anything. He just signs the contract. And then he says, you know, my kids, they're always talking about this guy, Braun Strowman. They need to come see Braun. And now it's like, he's like, now you're going to get knocked out. <laughs> and Braun, like, it's funny because then the king rolls out of the ring. You right. know, Jerry the King Lawler was in there as the moderator or whatever. He gets right out of the ring. They're standing up, like, kind of sizing each other up, talking. It was the funniest thing to me, JR, when Braun Strowman, like, hit the table and broke the table in half. Hmm. And Tyson Fury grabbed his pin and was, like, acting like he was struggling to break it. Right. And then finally breaks it and starts laughing at Braun Strowman's face. And. My wife actually said, she said, I didn't like that. I didn't like that part. I was like, no, that was hilarious to me because he basically just mocked him. <laughs> he just kind of was like, oh, wow, you broke a table. Watch this. I'm going to break this pin. You're such a cool guy. And like walks right, out right. of the ring. Kind of, kind of like sarcastic. Yes. Yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. You know, it seems in the last two weeks we've seen a whole, like, not a whole nother thing. We haven't really seen him. But just a whole character take shape of Tyson Fury where he has a little bit of, uh, a little bit of character. I mean, he, he's funny. I mean, to me, have you, did you were you able to watch the Crown Jewel press conference? Um, I was not. No. Well, him and Strowman went back and forth. Like they came out face to face, kind of like you would do an MMA press conference or whatever, or weigh in. And they looked each other in the face, obviously. Strowman hit him on the back. Tyson hit Strowman on the back. They're kind of like looking at each other. Strowman laughed, like ha ha ha. Then they shook hands, and uh, Tyson went to go walk away, and Strowman just held on to his hand, looked him in the eye like something was about to go down, and just started laughing. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like just teasing, just I teasing like everybody. I like it. But uh, Buddy Murphy, one of the other draft picks from SmackDown to Raw, defeated Cedric Alexander, just like you want, I'm sure. Justin, because you're not big on Cedric Alexander, you're not surprised by that at all. Nah, I'm really not. <laughs> this was just for draft status. They're trying to, they were trying to poise themselves to get a higher draft pick than what was originally going to be uh, when they were originally going to go. And that's what some of these matches, I believe, were designed for, was for draft status. All right, you know, like, all right, so we're thinking about drafting this guy in the sixth round. He wins a big match. Now nah, we maybe we should draft him in the fourth round. That type of thing. Right, right. That's what one of those, that match was for me. It was a typical match for the draft itself. It's just to see, give them some more draft stock, for lack of better terms. I gotcha. So once enemies, now tag team partners, Natalia and Lacey Evans, got put together, which was what we talked about. I think they would be a good tag team, but they got put against the Kubaki Warriors, which are the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. But the Kubaki Warriors defeated them. Natalia and Lacey Evans can tag team me. <laughs> I'd be totally okay with that. No, I can't say that. Yeah. But no, my two favorite females currently in WWE that are active, let me say that. Right. Uh, t- tag teaming together now against the Kabaki Warriors. Dude, I can't figure out what this... I mean, did you see the, her face? I mean, did you see Asuka's face? 
had green like tears coming down. Like everything yeah. was green on her face. It was really weird looking. She can turn this in. I I feel like she can turn this whole. And I know it's green mist and all that, but Oscar just needs to be by herself. And I just too good to be tag teamed up with. I mean, and no disrespect to um, what's her face. Uh, Kyrie saying, but Asuka's, Asuka's just too good, and I feel like she could play that. You know how some Japanese characters are pretty scary almost, kind of like the mask that Asuka comes out with. I mean, it's it's got that real pale look, like it's just mysterious, right? And I and I feel like Asuka could take this whole whole thing to a whole nother level, but unfortunately, but fortunately, she is a tag team champion with Kyrie saying. WWE must see something in them that makes them really special. But last but not least, there was a segment earlier on in the show involving Seth Rollins talking to, I believe, Kathy Kelly, the interviewer, saying, you know, Bray Wyatt's in your head. He took you to a whole nother place at Hell in a Cell. He attacked you on SmackDown. What's next for Seth Rollins? Well, Seth said that you know he's got a he's gonna go fiend hunting. He's gonna find the fiend and burn him down. Well, that didn't quite happen. But the Firefly the Firefly Funhouse Justin is now officially over. It got burned down by Seth Rollins. What do you think about that? I mean, is Seth in a whole nother universe, whole nother par- parallel dimension that? he just not used to and doesn't know what to do or oh no 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 he's exactly where he needs to be right now with this whole state to see the thing is is where the fiend is is mentally and spirit i mean i, I hate to say it like this but spiritually in order to defeat such a force seth has to get on that level too right seth wasn't on that level at hell in a cell Seth, after when he hit that pile of chairs with the feet with the feet laying underneath of it with the sledgehammer, he began his cross through the threshold of that dimension that you speak of. Okay, um, so, one thing to me that was funny was the fact that he goes in and he starts attacking the friendly Mister Rogers Bray Wyatt, and he jumps up and he's like, "Seth." Why would you do that? Why would you do that to me? What are you doing to me? And he right. like beats him down again. And then he poor rambling rabbit. You know, I, I just want to go on record. Just, yeah, he's a he, he's, he's a one of Seth's biggest friends. He's one of Seth's biggest fans. He, he, Seth Rollins is coming to get. But he'll protect us. He will protect us. And that's when yeah, all hell broke loose. Well, I have some news on the Firefly Funhouse in that whole segment, but go ahead, finish it. Well, no, I just, you know, when he burned it down, I just felt like burning down the Firefly Funhouse, it was too soon to burn it down, man. Way too soon to burn down the Firefly Funhouse. I didn't like the Firefly Funhouse getting burned down. Made me sad. I, but, you know, I, I got a feeling something. I mean, it, it took me back to when Bray Wyatt had a match with Randy Orton, and Randy Orton burned down Sister Abigail's house. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where the name Abby the Witch came from. Maybe witch now, or do you think she is still out there trying to make her debut? I don't know. I don't know. And if that's so, just real quick, just want to know what your thoughts are. Who could pull that character off in WWE? If WWE came to who whoever you may name and say, you know what, we got an angle. We want you to be Bray Wyatt's sister Abigail, and we're going to put you in a group. Who would it be? They had to repackage somebody. Yeah, Ruby Riot. I could see that. Ruby Riot. Do it to Ruby Riot. Leave Sonya Deville alone. Oh no, definitely not. Sonya. You got to give it to Ruby Riot. That's who I would. I would make I Sister Abigail. Say because there's been cryptic tweets out there. Live more. Cryptic tweets. Cryptic tweets. I haven't seen these cryptic tweets. 
Um, I don't know. Uh, Liv Morgan. No, I don't. I don't see her like that either. That or maybe even Sarah Logan, bro. I don't know. Possibility. So I mean, anything's possible. But see, Ruby Riot's not even on any of the rosters right now. I mean, she's coming back. I mean. She will be, but right now they couldn't draft her because I don't know what her status is because she had to have surgery. I think she had to have right. some pretty intense leg surgery. Well, that pretty much wraps up SmackDown and Raw. Any foreshadowing what you think before we jump into the 2019 draft? Well, I think tomorrow night we're going to get a we're going to hear from Bailey on SmackDown. Bailey um, has some choice words for the fans after she won her title. She did. Screw you. Screw you. All, all these, of you. All these B I T C H E S's. Yeah. That's I mean that's no PG stuff. Right no, there. that's definitely <laughs> PG thirteen. However, uh, yeah, we're going to hear from her tomorrow night. Uh, we're going to kind of – things will start moving and shaking around with the draft being over now. Right. Uh, you're going to see a new – probably a, a few more new uh, rivalries, you know, take shape. Um, of course, you know, we're going to hear from Brock Lesnar and Kane Velasquez. Um, but what – you know, as far as anything else, I'm really not sure. Got a question. Okay. It is rumored out there that Ray Wyatt or The Fiend, let me just say that because there's some speculation, The Fiend will be going one-on-one with Seth Rollins next Monday night. Page. Rumored? Rumored. I don't believe that, and here's why I say that. They are poised to uh, collide again at Crown Jewel in a no-holds-barred match. Title match, right? Yes. So let me, let me, the reason why I brought it up, I've got a situation. Okay. Situation. Tell, <laughs> me, a situation. tell me your situation, JR. So they said The Fiend has a match on Raw, but Bray Wyatt got drafted to SmackDown. Now, there's been mentions that there are no going back and forth anymore. There's no wild card. There's no, tra- I mean, there's trades, and we'll talk about those, but there's no jumping back and forth like the wild card, wild card rule is or was. So what do you make of this? I mean, it clearly says WWE Universal Champion Seth Rollins will go one-on-one in a cage match against The Fiend next Monday night. But Bray Wyatt got drafted to SmackDown. So that is an interesting uh, predicament there. That is an interesting situation. Situation. (laughs) We need to figure it out. Um, You know, JR, it's not necessarily we need to figure it out. I think, in in my personal opinion, I'm going to sit back and enjoy it just to see how it unfolds. Right. You know, I mean, right. I, I mean, part of our job is to try to figure some of this stuff out. But sometimes it's like, you know what? Let's enjoy it for what it is and see how it goes. And then we can analyze it again and be like, you know what? This is probably why they did this. Right. This is probably why they did that. Right now, we don't have a, a clear cut. You know, we're in a little bit of a, a quandary about the whole thing because there could be the potential that it's a split. You know, the, the theme is right. on Raw, but Bray Wyatt. Split personality. Exactly. You know, yeah. is on. So... That's a possibility, and and, yeah. and it very well could happen that way. But I'm going to sit back and just kind of watch it and see how it all. You know goes. what would be awesome? What's just that? Real, just real quick, if the fiend was on Raw and Bray Wyatt made a total other character, to say, if they gave him the power to create a whole other character, not so like totally different from the fiend, like this innocent man, maybe or some other kind of character, I, I feel like that would be pretty interesting to watch. Like. Who are, I mean, it's not who you're going to get because the theme would be on Raw, but are you going to get Bray Wyatt or are you going to get another whole different character that he made just build himself? Um, You know, that is that is an interesting question, an interesting way to look at it, JR, and they've done that before. You know who they did it with? Mick Foley. Foley, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mankind, Dude Love, and Cactus Jack. He Perfect. had like four different personalities going on there. Right. Will they do it that way again? I mean, it worked. 
right? Yeah, but it was a different era too. I don't know, man. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm like I said again. I'm, I'm probably going to just sit back and enjoy it for what it is and see how it all unfolds and then take it from there. Well, as we will see, time will only tell. But we're going to jump into the results from 2019 WWE Draft. I'll cover SmackDown. You cover Raw. All right. Cool. Let's do it. All right. So first round, Becky Lynch. Good. I mean, number one overall Raw, pick. Raw Women's Champion. Obviously, going to stay on Raw. Right. SmackDown gets picked. Roman Reigns. I don't think there was any shock there. Um, the OC went to Raw. I think I had them going to SmackDown. The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, went to SmackDown. Third overall pick. Or fourth, fourth overall pick. And Drew McIntyre, the injured Drew McIntyre, stayed on Raw. Pretty good picks for the first round. No, he's injured. He still made it into the first round of the picks. And I think that says a lot for Drew McIntyre going forward. Right, right. All right, so second round. Friday night, second round pick. First, Randy Orton, our guy. Sasha Banks went to SmackDown. Ricochet stayed on Raw. Braun Strowman went to SmackDown, which I think I, I think I was telling you last week that'd be a good move for him. About time. Change we, of both, scenery. we both said yep. for him to get a SmackDown. And him and Brock Lesnar may get head to head again. Who knows? Um, Bobby Lashley stayed on stayed on Raw. No surprise there with the storyline they have. Round three, first pick, Alexa Bliss, who we'll talk about in a few minutes. SmackDown got Lacey Evans. Raw got Kevin Owens, which I said that he was not listed on any SmackDown roster. Uh, SmackDown got the tag team champions, The Revival, and Raw got Natalya. So, fourth round, first pick, my guys, the new Raw tag team champions, the Viking Raiders. Garbage. Lucha House Party went to SmackDown. Nikki Cross went to Raw, who we'll also talk about in a few minutes. Heavy Machinery, Justin Team went to SmackDown, stayed on SmackDown. And Street Profits went to Raw. Well, a lot going on. A lot of moving and shaking. And if you notice in that last round, round four, all but one were tag teams or, you know, trio like Lucha House Party. Nikki Cross is the only singles competitor in that entire thing. But she and Alexa Bliss got traded to SmackDown later on. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Monday Night Raw, though, continuing with the draft. The first round of Monday Night Raw's draft. Number one overall pick that night went to Seth Rollins. We all kind of expected that. SmackDown's number one overall pick was Brock Lesnar. Charlotte Flair is going back to Raw. The New Day staying on SmackDown, and Andrade with Zelina Vega have moved to Raw. They've kept couples together, if you notice. Yeah, I know. Okay, I mean, I think <laughs> it's a beautiful, sweet thing that I they've know. done. Hey, I, I'd, I'd want to be with my wife and girlfriend too. So. Well, round two, the Kabuki Warriors have moved to Raw. However, they will be competing on both brands because they are the champions. Okay, but if they lose the championship, they will. Their rights are exclusively to Raw. That's how that works. Uh, SmackDown got Daniel Bryan. Raw got Rusev. Bailey, the champion on SmackDown, well, she stayed on SmackDown. And Raw got Aleister Black. Again, noted that Aleister Black and Selena Vega are a couple. They're married. I didn't realize they were married. Oh, yeah. Well, they are staying together on Raw. Cedric Alexander, Yippee he's on Raw. Shinsuke Nakamura, the artist. He's, I, just read, I just read a tweet from Sammy Zane <laughs> talking about Roman Reigns and he said uh, Nakamura son. <laughs> <laughs> um, Raw got Humberto Carrillo. SmackDown got Mustafa. Well, he's uh, just Ali now. And Raw got Eric Rowan. Speaks volumes for Eric Rowan. Yeah, totally does. Uh, Raw, Buddy Murphy. SmackDown, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Uh, Raw also got Jinder Mahal. Yeah, guys. SmackDown got Carmella and Raw got R-Truth. They split up Carmella and R-Truth. It's about time. What? About time. I don't know. Fifth round, 
Kicking off the fifth round, Raw got Samoa Joe. The Miz went to SmackDown. Raw got Akira Tazawa, which I'm not familiar with. He's a cruiserweight. SmackDown got your buddy King Corbin, and uh, Raw got Shelton Benjamin. And in the sixth round, last round, Rey Mysterio staying on Raw. Shorty Gable, Chad Gable, going to SmackDown, which he was already there, I think. Maybe. I don't know. Titus O'Neil stayed on Raw. SmackDown kept Elias and Mrs. Irrelevant because she was the last pick in the entire draft was Liv Morgan on Monday Night Raw. Um, but as the we said, down. yeah, there was a trade, SmackDown, but it doesn't say who she, they were traded for. It just says Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I think it's uh, they traded them for future future draft draft named later something. Yeah, something. Well, that that kind of wrapped up things uh, for the Raw side of uh, on Raw for the, the draft. Yeah, additional superstars, uh, notable mentions, I guess. No way, Jose went to Raw. OJ Riley, Raw. Zack Ryder and Kirk Hawkins went to Raw. The Iconics, Billy Kay, Peyton Royce went to Raw. And girl Sarah Logan stayed on. Um, and then on SmackDown, the Superstars went to SmackDown. Luke Harper, Cesaro, Drake Maverick, Sonya Deville, and Mandy Rose, and Dana Brooke. Last pick. I wouldn't say last pick. It was just additional superstars. They're all last picks, technically. Um, anybody that you jumps out to you right now that did not land on a list? Ruby Riot. Okay. Barring injuries? Uh, not that I can really quickly think. Probably something shocking that I should read. Where'd the Undertaker go? No, I'm kidding. Totally kidding. Sami Zayn. Didn't see his name anywhere. Sami Zayn didn't get picked up to go anywhere. Um, there was another one that was jumping out at me earlier, and I can't remember. I should have written it down. I think Sami, for all purposes, is going to stay with uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. So you think that was kind yeah. of a, a default there? Yeah, I mean, I don't. I see that team splitting up soon, but not. Right. But that ends the draft for 2019. Do you think they're going to have this next year? Or they they I think once a year a draft is good. Right. You know, when Vince was doing those superstar shakeups and stuff like that, yeah. like like halfway through a year, like I, I wasn't a big fan of that. This creates opportunity for people to have feuds and riot or feuds and and, and fights with uh, individuals that they normally wouldn't. And like I said, when I saw that both Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt were drafted to SmackDown, that, that turned you on. Oh huh? my gosh, rock hard, son, <laughs> like a diamond in an ice storm. Let me tell you. I mean, to me, that was cool. I, like I said, I think they should save that feud for a WrestleMania. I mean, I do. I agree. That, I'm still trying to wrap my head around this, the Fiend Bray Wyatt split thing, you know? And it, it'd be interesting to see where what plays out, what's going to happen. Right. So, but only time will tell. And we like to use that term very heavily in WWE mentality. But Justin, any, uh, Closing thoughts, I mean, gave your foreshadow on SmackDown, but any closing thoughts before we take this ship into the to the port? Well, you know, JR, I will compliment you on your uh, your leading the vessel through the rough seas of WWE and back into the safe harbors of WWE mentality. Thank you. Into Thank the, you. You've done a good job today. Um, no, honestly, I just um, it's going to be interesting to see how this stuff starts to unfold. I really also go on the record saying it again. I like the Crown Jewel events just for the matches they put together, but I just think that I just it disrupts the entire flow because there's been no mention of Survivor Series whatsoever, and some of these matches are just matches that I would expect to see maybe at Mania, right? right. You know, and it just it makes it harder to make Mania great. 
in my opinion. Let's make Mania great again. Yeah, if you do away with these crown jewels, you'll make Mania great again. And as far as I'm concerned, though, Mania, what what's what's going to happen now? So, But only time will tell. Only time will tell. Talking about making things great again, be sure, WWE mentality fans, to check out our interview with WOW Women of Wrestling's own Jesse Jones. She, talking to her earlier today, Justin, she is set on making wrestling great again. She, she was really cool to talk to, really has a good head on her shoulders, very concentrated on what she wants to do and what she wants to achieve, not looking too far ahead, but looking just enough. I think I think WOW and all of wrestling out there, all the indie scenes and, and even WWE, NXT, better watch out for Jessica. I agree with that statement. I agree whole, wholeheartedly because she's definitely a force to be reckoned with in the WOW wow world of women's wrestling um so she's definitely staying focused maintaining a positive attitude towards everything that she has going on and, and i'm excited to see what she's going to do sure i hope she so. does i hope her and amber o'neill the, the grits and glam tag team love that name. Hope they hope they capture the wow's tag team titles and that's pretty much that wraps up our thursday october 17th edition of wwe mentality i hope all you've enjoyed it as much as we have. Yeah, we enjoy it. I mean, this is what we do. This is what we do. <laughs> and uh, again, sorry, Justin, for bothering you all this week about ideas. No, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like I usually do. And thank you again for um, putting me in the captain's chair. Get uh, used to that seat because you might end up there permanently. You never know. Oh, man. And, you know, I got to give you the, the official title, the executive producer, right. Justin Bates. Appreciate that. Executive you producer. You deserve that, you know. Appreciate that, JR. Thank you so much. But... As we always like to say, and uh, am I going to go first? Or, well, I mean, I mean, this is weird. I mean, keep slamming and stay wonderful.